Welcome to this episode of Hoi Polloi, conversations with like-minded followers of Jesus. At Strong Tower Church in beautiful Casper, Wyoming, we believe that God uses ordinary men and women in extraordinary ways. We like to say real people on real journeys serving a real God. These are their stories. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to Hoi Polloi, another episode with our uh, friends at the podcasting table, uh, why don't we go ahead and go ahead around the room and introduce yourself, starting to my left. Hello, Raphael here. Ashley. Sam. I'm T. So we just got done watching an, another film. This one was called The Father of Lights. It was made by the same group that did a couple of the other films that we've watched, hosting a bunch of miracles and God's working power in America and around the earth and got to meet some new people today some of my friends actually on that dvd so it was cool what did you guys like best about the movie and why there's one part in the the movie that i liked a lot it was whenever the family just basically had a revelation in in church and, and fell over and they got up and then just from being touched by the holy spirit they sold everything and went to taiwan i think it was and they had no idea what they were even doing there but God basically just gave them this purpose to open up a an orphanage, basically, for unadoptable children and take care of them. And I, I just really in, enjoyed that because it just shows how if you put your faith in God, he's going he's gonna to put you where you need to be if you want to serve him. That was just honestly just really a, a precious thing. I was really excited about, I think his name was Ravi, and he audibly hears from God every single day and he just wakes up every day and asks him, what am I doing today? And he, he listens to what God says, follows his direction and just does it. My favorite part was the director, the guy who created the video was like, Hey, I want to go here. And, um, you're, you're, you're the God of the universe and you can make anything happen. It's easy for you. So this is what I want to do. And, Throughout the course of the that day, they ended up healing people that kind of let him, gave him the opportunity to go go to that place. Pretty cool how God works. He just randomly healed this guy, and turns out that's the guy they needed to know to get inside. It's almost like he laid out Gideon's fleece and was like, this is what I want you to do, and make it happen. And it did. It was awesome. I think my favorite part was the um, guru guy that was raised... Um, in Muslim faith, and and then I don't know how old he was. He's really old, really old. But then he he gave his life to Jesus, and I think I loved that because it was like one of those. No matter where you've been, um, no matter what, you're not too old, and you're not beyond Christ finding you. That was one of my favorite parts too. Just the faithfulness of God on display. Here's this guy. God says, if you'll seek me, you'll find me. And he said that he had been searching for God his whole life. He's been searching for this God. He wanted a Bible. And then he said, I'm going to tell everybody about Jesus. I'm going to tell all my followers. He said, there's so many people who don't know about Jesus. So tell us about your favorite character, if you had one. Yeah, I liked uh, Todd White. I just loved how he just loved on people. It didn't matter what they looked like, their race, even Muslim. There was that video we watched earlier, and they kind of got into an argument, argument, and you're kind of trying to tell him about Jesus. He's just like, no, this is, I love you. That's it, and kept it short and sweet. And he's just like, no, this is, basically told him about Jesus, but wasn't going to argue with him. Just like, hey, I just want you to know that I love you. The religion really doesn't matter right now. I just want you to know you're a Muslim. I, I'm a Christian, and I love you. And he left it at that. I was just blown away by his love. That 
unwavering faith that he had. He would put his hands on anyone and pray for anyone anywhere. And I think that's just really admirable. I really liked the the pastor that was in uh, California and he, you know, kind of stood up to that overly religious group that was like condemning people and they they just went out there to show love and he would go into these clubs and he would find people that needed to to hear about Jesus and I just loved that he used those those places that some of us would maybe shy away from um, to spread spread the gospel I really like that um, ex-gangster guy he just seemed so genuine and he just loved just loved God so much for, for that, that guy that puts on such a hard persona, like he was willing to be broken in front of the other guys. And then like, you know, when they caught up with him, he's still following God. Like he still got this rough, tough exterior, but man, he is sold out for Jesus. And I just thought he was awesome. I love that they did um, with like the, where are they now? Usually you have to wait till the sequel comes out to find out or sometimes you never get to hear did any of the characters in this documentary make you happy or angry or sad for me it was uh definitely just like it was like my favorite part of the the movie was whenever they they basically went on the mission and 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 did that just made me so sad to know that there's you know children out there that are just discarded and they're unwanted and that you know without a place like what they created there there would have been no place for them and that just made me really sad i also really liked that as well um with the orphanage she had said something along the lines of um they asked her why why do you do this for children that can give you nothing back and she's like they they do give me back you know they they teach me more than pastors and you know all our great teachers of of today have taught and they they are the example of how all we have to do is receive God's love, and yeah. I I love that. Yeah, and she also mentioned that like when she holds them, she feels God's presence. Yeah, which is pretty powerful. Mine would be sadness for that guru that lived in that the near the forest. He put a, a curse on two pastors and they ended up passing away. But when the camera crew and Ravi showed up, um, I think the. The light of God kind of scared him, scared his wife, and he, uh, I don't know what happened to him, but the, the the video says he just disappeared one day, and I just, uh, my heart breaks for him. Um, he's just disappeared, and I hope, hopefully he shows up somewhere, and he's he's changed, man. I think um, the part that just evoked the strongest emotion was the end for me. Uh, there was a, a guy who was part of the persecuted church, and he was smuggled out of Pakistan, and they were bringing him in and it was just a, a quick scene and they were just bringing him in to his family who hadn't seen him in seven years. And so, you know, he gets off the plane and uh, his family sees him and you, they filmed the guy coming off the plane. And so you can, you know, you could see him searching for his family and, and then just the, the way he lit up when he saw him. But then when he went to his dad and when he held his father and his dad held him, it was such an amazing picture of just of coming home just makes my heart break for those people who have been away from God for so long, who've been away from their church home. Who've been, and it was just such a beautiful depiction of a father's love for his child. What feelings did you share with any of the, 
the people in the movie, whether they were the ones being ministered to or the ministers themselves. I uh, felt the love and the compassion for the the little orphan children that were kind of just uh, abandoned, and one one got stolen from his parents and then put into a box for a couple of days and lost um, some brain function. So that that just that brokenness and love for the children just was probably one of the stronger emotions I felt. I probably share the the emotions of the. Todd, Todd White, he healed. It was actually the guy that got him into the uh, the mosque. But I just whenever he got healed, he's like, yeah, am I dreaming? And and every time I've had like an experience, I've always like thought that like, wow, am I dreaming right now? Is this like really real? And it's like, it's just that disbelief and the awe of it. One of the feelings that I, I was just like, oh, I'm with you, was when Todd White was in that place, that dome or the mosque or whatever, and he's in there and he's got his hands on the walls and he's like, I release you, Jesus. I release you in this place. And you can see he was like, he, he seemed like afraid because he's in a place he knows he's not like, quote unquote, supposed to be, but he's there and he's like, I'm going to, I'm here. I'm going to do it. And, and he's just like, got his hands on. He's like, I release you, Jesus. I release you, Jesus. Like, I'm here. We're going to break down. We're going to break this down, you know? And so I was like right there. I'm like, yeah. Go, Todd. I really connected with the the guru and when he said he had been searching for this his whole life and just to the that first time he felt unconditionally loved and I I I wish that everyone could feel that and you know come come to God and develop that relationship and that way they they would know that love. If you could ask anybody in this movie one question, what would it be? I think that I would ask Ravi what. God's voice sounds like. I would ask Todd White what his favorite miracle was that he witnessed just because he has done so many. And, you know, like Sam had mentioned earlier, he doesn't care where he is, who he's praying for. He's going to do it and he's going to heal them. Mine's kind of along the same lines. I would ask Ravi, though, to tell me his his wildest God story. What part of the story told by the movie, in your opinion, was the most powerful? Just the fact that he took a, a guru that was like a bishop, that he's, like, he's a somebody. And God's like, now watch this. I'm going to turn him into a Christian and all his followers are coming with me. Alluded in the video before that, like he wasn't even supposed to like talk with these people. He was supposed to like, you know, have call his henchmen, call his people and be like, hey, stone these people. And he's preaching to all these people, Jesus, and these people are all protecting him. And they're seeing his miracles and his prophetic words. And they're just like, no, we're protecting him. And just to see that, it was to me, it was amazing. He, you know, grew up, he was dedicated as a baby. And he's been trained in, in this other faith. And he got a picture of Ravi. And he just trusted that image. And then Ravi also, he didn't get a picture, but he knew certain characteristics he's looking for. You know, this guy with the beard, he's going to be in the orange robe and a turban on his head. And that, that was all that he had. And just at that time that they met and like Rafe had said, they, they weren't supposed to be even talking about that, that he could have had them stoned, you know, and he, knew that because of the picture that he needed to take them somewhere else more private and they could talk and right away he just gave his life over and wanted to read the bible for me it was kind of just like i feel like the whole theme of the movie was that if you just have faith and you trust in god that he will show you the way and every story that it was whether it be ravi you know, just listen to God, go here where the, the bridge in the water pump is, and you go to this village and you talk to this man. Even even when that they had no plans to get into the 
the mosque where the they had no plans to get in there they distrusted in, in god and they're like you know it's the god of impossibles he'll make the impossible possible so it, the whole theme of the, of the movie to me what the message was was just trust in god and have faith in him and everything's hot possible even even healing and even just the timing of us watching the movie uh we were mentioning you know how how it's been relating to the messages that we've been hearing in strong tower about the judgment and just loving people and i i think it's really relevant well what was powerful to me was how i think the people that god used to send to pray for people and to reach people just like they're regular everyday people so that to me was powerful, but then also how quickly the ones who received God became the sent ones, and God used those people to reach out further. Yeah, they were they were all so excited, you know. Whenever they, they you know they they became born again, they were always so excited, like, oh yeah, I'm gonna spread the word, you know, I'm gonna tell everyone about this. So this the excitement on their their face, and even whenever Todd White is doing the healing, you know, people's just just disbelief and and over being overcome with emotions just like literally shaking crying because it's such such a powerful thing there was even one instance where the guy was like no i don't want to answer your questions i want you to tell me and he did and i was like what the movie's ending it's fading to black uh what are you thinking as you finished watching the film just the importance of showing love in our everyday interactions and how loving people will win souls for for christ yeah definitely the same as ashley you know i think that the the best way you can approach it is with love whenever you come at someone you say hey you're doing this wrong and these are the consequences you know that it's not well received usually but if you come at them with love and you say hey i care about you and i love you and i want to help you I think that that definitely carries a lot further. And even not having the agenda, just, I love you. I want to pray for you. Just being open and just asking God, hey, I want to be your light today. Give me a mission. I want to do it. And just being open to be like, okay, I'm going to I'm gonna do whatever you say if, if you say it. And just show them in that and love. And just, yeah, we, we, we're all so, so quick to judge. We need to show more love and compassion. Right after seeing it, I'm just like, God open my eyes. I don't want to miss one opportunity and I don't want to miss one person who needs to come into the kingdom today. What was your biggest takeaway from the movie? Love conquers all. Trust in God. Be available to God. Light covers the darkness. Scale of one to 10. One, this was a terrible movie and I will never get that hour and a half back. And 10, I loved it. It was awesome. I'm probably going to recommend it to somebody. I I think other people should see this movie. Where are you guys at? 10. 10. 10, for sure. Total 10. Wow, I'm a 10 too. That was our first slam dunk. I think that was our first around the whole podcasting table. All 10s. So this one uh, is must watch. Yep, go out there and watch it. I just feel like the Holy Spirit is so pleased when people are not only enamored with him, but like interested, want to talk about him and what he's doing and just be kind of amazed. And that's what these DVDs do. They just reaffirm just how amazing he is and how much he wants to move in and among his people. So yeah, God bless you guys. Thanks so much for being here and thanks for listening. We'll catch you again next time. These productions are made possible by the faithful and cheerful support of our family in Christ. May the Lord bless you richly. Thanks for joining us. If you know someone who would enjoy what you just heard, please pass this along. 
You can find an archive of our messages and relevant teaching on YouTube by typing Strong Tower Casper in the search bar.